Welcome to Pat Sherlock's podcast series, interviews with top mortgage sales leaders. Learn practical tips for improving sales management results. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Pat Sherlock, and welcome to the podcast. Today's topic is the race for talent, recruiting differently in the war for talent. I have the perfect guest today, Ali Nasarian, and Ali is Director of Home Loans for Golden One Credit Union. Prior to that, Ali has spent 20 years in our business. He was with Spectrum and Paramount Equity. Hi, Ali. Hi, Pat, and thank you for having me join. Well, this is such a great topic. We could spend hours, but we're only going to be speaking about it for 20 minutes or so. But before we hop into the topic, tell us how you got into the mortgage banking business. So about a little over 20 years ago, I actually got my start on the banking side. And I, I work with a large bank and did the start as a teller and personal banker and worked my way up and got a lot of exposure to the home loan side of things. And that's where I was really intrigued and, and excited. And then from there, I, I transitioned to a few different models on, on mortgage. I did consumer direct as well as retail models. And, and, and both were, were, were great and exciting to work on that side. And, and just being involved in the mortgage transition from banking I think that was something that I've, I've always desired to be in that world. Talk about your current challenges. Obviously, you're a director of home loans for the credit union. Talk about what challenges are on your plate in addition to the recruiting side. So I think a, a lot of folks are probably in the same position recruiting. Uh, the topic we're going to talk about today, you know, every day it's, it's, it's something that you spend time, you focus on, you strategize making sure as the market changes that you're aligned with the market, you're, you're set up for success. For us here, we've been very fortunate to have that success as we're scaling right now for growth, you know, implementing the strategies to support the growth, financially preparing for it, making sure you have the right teams and systems in place, and then expanding whether it's the, the presence, if it's physical or other means, and then identifying how we're going to continue improving on that, uh, not just for this year and years forward, investing in our teams and our models. Those are those are the topics that, you know, are top of mind right now as far as challenges. Well, certainly that's true at many companies for sure and within the industry. What are some of the trends that you see for the rest of the year going forward? Uh, the continued transition to the, the heavy purchase market. You know, lenders are are spending time and resources, you know, preparing for it, whether it's recruiting, whether it's products. Uh, marketing that I mean the list goes on and on and that and, the, and as year goes on goes on that that list will probably continue to to grow then, then you have the increasing rate market you know um, do you have do we have as a lender do you have the right products that will help the buyers maximize their buying power are you advocating on their behalf make sure the consumers are aware that the market they're in and, and where we're headed as far as you know everyone has a forecast out there but as, as a lender you're doing your job to advocate to the member or the clients you know, as far as what, what kind of market we're in and what that means to them. Well, that's for sure. The volatility is back. That's for sure. So when you talk about how do you keep up with all these changes and you've been in the business for t- over 20 years, how, how do you do that? Well, you, you have to, as a leader, you have to invest your time. So I, I spend, you know, I, I, I try to spend time daily investing my time learning about the industry, learning about updates and, and podcasts like, like, like yours are, are a great resource. Blogs, Chrisman letter, the Kiplinger letter, those blogs are very important. 
websites. There's quite a few out there, Hi Housing Wire, Mortgage News Daily. So as my, my schedule allows, I try to block it out to make sure I'm investing and learning from other leaders in the industry. Conferences are very helpful. I know as things are opening up, more conferences are opening up, but lots of great resource of value on, on those four avenues for me at least. Well, I'm glad that you said that because so often, so many people don't do what you're doing and you really do need to be on top of it because it's always a change is coming down the pike for sure. So that kind of leads into our topic today, this race for talent. I was especially interested in the fact that your organization has grown really fast and in a large way. Talk about your recruiting and, and how you compete again uh, I guess there's a lot of folks out there that are offering sign-up bonuses, all kinds of different attraction financially for people to join them. Talk about how it works for you. So you, you, you got to start out with a plan. Usually there's, there's going to be a team involved here. It's not just myself. It's a team. And it's, it's, it's a consistent effort, whether you, you are hiring or looking to hire in the future, you want to be consistent and calendar that out. So you want to address, you know, what, what is the individuals that you're looking for? What aligns well with your, your mortgage company and what's going to lead to success? For us, culture is very important. So, you know, making sure is the candidate not only are you a good fit for them, but are they a good fit for you? And what does that mean? You know, are you, are you looking to have a certain type of presence? Are you looking to have a certain type of individual in these certain markets that you're, you're growing, uh, a brand ambassador per se? And then, you know, starting out by understanding, you know, why, why is this person looking? Why, why did we get in contact with them? Usually it's, it's, it's a couple items that I've seen in my experience. Obviously, there's been some changes whether their platform they're in now, their company, maybe some leadership changes. Uh, support usually comes up in discussions, lack of support, not the support that they hope for. The operations models is, is, is mentioned and discussed. I think that's very important. And then, you know, we talk about their goals, their opportunity for growth, advancement, or they have a number of milestone that they would like to hit and they haven't been able to do that. Those, those three or four categories is usually how the discussion comes along. And then you want to make sure, do we offer that? Do we give that individual the ability to have those desires met here with their new opportunity with the lender? That's usually how we start the process. So from a length of time, from the beginning to the end, what would you say is the average length of time once you have identified a market that you want to go into and now you're looking for staffing? What does that typically, that process that you're talking about, what's that length of time that it takes you to do from point A to now you have them onboarding? Depending on how much, you know, luck and, and timing are, are two big things here, but it, it could be quick. You know, we've, we've seen it sometimes less than six months, maybe 90 days where we've had a lot of success and timing has played a big part in that. It, it could take up to sometimes a year depending on how big that, that appetite for growth is and exactly what type of team we're looking to build. But before you, you get to that point, I think if you had already started those discussions and conversations and, and said, if, if this were to happen in this calendar year, is this, is this a good match? I think that would help a lot, not having to start you know, fresh once you're ready for that adventure. 
So are you seeing that, and I've heard this from other lenders, where because of, let's say, the lessening of volume, that the back offices have been cut. And so therefore, this whole issue translates into less staff. And that it actually, I had someone say to me the other day that it's actually easier to recruit now because, especially on the back office component, that because people, uh, turn times have really gotten uh, a lot worse. I would definitely say if, if you if you have that operations fulfillment that's good or, or elite as, that we feel uh, we have here, it, it will definitely help recruit and have success because as I mentioned earlier, you know that that support the operations is is a big part of discussions we're having right now. Sure. And these talented individuals out in the market, you know their their reputation is highly important to them, and these relationships are you know they've spent so many years if not decades with these relationships. And being able to deliver on their promise, their commitment to accept these contracts and commitments out there is, is very high on their list. And a lender that can support that is, is definitely, you know, one of the reasons why they're looking for a different opportunity. So do you have typically during the interviewing recruiting process, is the back office part of the recruiting effort or does that come into play or do you do you have them do a tour or uh, a lot of the other things that many lenders have done in the past? So we, we like to do it as a team effort. We, we like to get everyone's perspective on the candidate and we like the candidate to meet the team because we're big on our culture here. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're joining a family. And what does that family, you know, we want their perception of what does this family look like? And this is going to be my teammates. So sometimes it will be not just the manager or the hiring manager myself. It'll be part of the recruiting team. The operations team will do panel style interviews. That way they can maybe ask the same question to different individuals. And, and they're looking for consistency from a lender. Just like when you're interviewing candidate, you're looking for consistency on their side. So we, we do offer that. We want to be very transparent in the process. And let them get a good, you know, understanding of what this model looks like for them. So, when you're talking about the culture and the family component of that, how do you know what would be some of the red flags where, gee, this person's not going to be a match because that is against what our culture is about? Yeah, I think for us, you know, we're we're big in the communities that we serve, so we want to make sure, you know, number one, the, the book of business does it does it line up the products that we offer, the products that, that they specialize in. You want to make sure that that aligns. And then from there, I mean, we, we like to do events. I know things are opening up now and those are becoming popular. Is this someone that wants to do events? If not, that's fine. We have that model as well. Do they like to be, you know, per se, the brand ambassador out in the communities for us? And then as the teams meet with the individual, we'll find out, you know, what is your expectation of communication on your, your loan files and, and what, what's the expectation of the handoff and what kind of support are you looking for throughout the process? And from there, we can, we can get a good understanding of, okay, is this going to be a good fit or is this going to cause more challenges that are needed during the loan process? So are you looking typically for teams or are you looking more on the individual side? How do, do these folks typically, do they have their own processors or, or how does that all work? It could be both. Mm-hmm. For, for us, being in a large state of California, some markets we have you know, large growth going on. So we are looking at, at possible teams. Some, some markets we have smaller openings. So we, we're pretty flexible. But the thing for us is when we come across you know, the, the talented individuals that we feel is a great fit for the team. Sometimes it may not even be on our, our list of growth and we have to be flexible to pivot and say, you know what, we should definitely consider this group here 
um, that's being presented to us. Right. And so what is that? That is an interesting point. In other words, some of them that you're identifying yourself, but then others are identifying you. What's that split look like? In other words, is 50% of your recruits coming from people that are actually reaching out to you? But certainly companies are realigning. And I would think you might have a fair number of people that would be reaching out to you. Yeah, it's a mixture. I think, you know, the success that we've had has played a big part. We've, we've, we've had individuals who were at competition and, and have noticed the success and, and have reached out. Obviously, we have a lot of talent individuals that have been in the industry for a while, and they've had teammates, great teammates that they work with prior that are observing their success. So that, that plays a big part into it. And as we have growth into these markets that maybe we haven't been in before, that's noticed. So a combination of those factors usually leads to an initial discussion, a little discovery about, you know, could this be a partnership? Is this a good landing spot? So that's that's definitely, you know, because of the success mostly. So when you're so Alan, when you're talking about, let's say rookies, I know we had a conversation about that. So these are folks that you're talking about more along the lines of experienced people with a book of business. But what percentage of rookies come into play under that setup? So we, we have a strong feeling about career path. We, we've created some career path positions where individuals can come in and get the exposure um, needed to, to see what, what it takes to be successful. And we have a couple different origination platforms that they can go and, and mm-hmm. consumer direct and retail. We have a little hybrid model where they can take a look and, and kind of do some shadowing and, and be a part of that for six months or 12 months if they need to. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they can decide, yes, this is for me or this is something I strongly desire to do. So we, we want to make sure that we consistently invest the time and, and, and resources into that program because we do love having those future superstars start with us in that career path role. Yeah, that's a key. That's for sure. So when you look back over the last few years, has the profile of who you're recruiting has that changed and and talk about that a little bit you know when you have when you have some success and and, and as you grow that gets noticed and sometimes that gets noticed by the top producers per se mm-hmm. and then you know you're going to have individuals that may not be ready at a certain point that are those top producing uh, loan officers and they just want to observe and they just want to see you know is this consistent growth and and, you know, let's take a look at a, a bigger sample and then they'll circle back, you know, after a year or two of that observation mm-hmm. and they'll compare their experiences with ours. So I think, yes, let individuals seeing that success, sometimes it's, it's through discussion recruiting, sometimes it's through their own observation, definitely will help have that increase of candidates that you'll be talking to as far as their skill sets and production. And so you have grown this staff really phenomenally, and I think you have somewhere around 150 loan officers at this point, and that's been a steady increase over the years. How do you see, I guess, the next five years playing out or the next three to five years playing out? So we, we, we feel, you know, market share is, is, a, is a big metric for us. So we want to make sure we're continuing these markets we serve to grow the market share. Uh, we ha- have had significant growth in in the eight years or so that I've been part of the team. And we just want to make sure, are we, are we staffed accordingly to these markets that we serve? Obviously, there's a lot of opportunity out there in the state. And we, we do lead with the home loans in some of these markets. We do a lot of research and, and benchmarking before we launch into these markets to make sure that it is a success. And I think we, we will continue with those you know, for the next three to five years. 
And so when you're talking about the market growth, likewise, do you see a consolidation as being some type of opportunity for you or it's just as competitive as it's always been? I think both. I, I, I think, you know, the, the market changes can definitely help. We've definitely been on the favorable side of, of that as well. We're, we stay consistent to our approach to recruiting, but, but I do feel as the market does change, sometimes, you know, lenders make some changes. Like we said, a candidate's looking because something happened sure. that wasn't favorable. That may open up a conversation that wasn't available prior. So you have to be, you know, consistent. And I think it's, it's all in our approach. We do it mostly on relationship. We try to develop a relationship with the individual. Obviously, everyone wants to discuss products and pricing and all the resources that, that's available. And that's great. And, and we feel good with those conversations. But we'd like to get to know the person. I get lots of texts on, on a, on a, on a um, regular basis from candidates that you know, we've been talking to over the years and we just like to keep it very personable, very open line of communication. Doesn't always have to be a, a strong recruiting conversation. That way they, they, they feel like they can open up and have discussions and maybe we can just support each other at our existing environments. They can be with their lender. We could be, we could be here and, and we can both exist and be successful. And so when you look at, I've just heard this recently, I think last week, someone was telling me that really Today, in today's world, there are lenders that are still, again, it's really a financial arrangement where they are paying up uh, sizable amounts of money. From your viewpoint, you're, are you really looking for that type of person or talk about how do you view it? That conversation has grown out in the market. I don't think we seek it out, but it's, it is hard to avoid it. So when you get into that discussion, you want to talk about everything um, you want to put everything on the table and say, look, this is what we offer as a lender. And at that point, you want to talk about long-term longevity. And, you know, candidates don't like to jump around lenders. They they want their next stop, you know, to be their their last career mm-hmm. stop. So you you talk about the quality of the work life. And we talk about the quality of the platform that they're on and what what challenges do they have that, that you can remove? And then you can have discussions on, on numbers. You can talk about, you know, prior production, what it looks like, you know, on, on your platform and, and long term. And I think the, the, a lot of candidates out there are, are actually, you know, they're understanding that and they're processing that and they're, they're looking for something that is not just the next six months or a year. They're looking for three, five, 10 years, and they're calculating that out with their book of business. That's a really good point. That's certainly one of the things that we have found when we've done a lot of research in this area. I mean, top producers want to stay at the firm. Moving to another lender is certainly you're going to lose some of the people when you move to that lender. So you really make a great point. Well, we only have a couple minutes left. So if you could share some of your key thoughts for our listeners today. That would be great. Absolutely. I, I think just consistency is very important. Make make it about relationship. If you're looking to grow your market share and recruit, make sure you have a game game plan and be consistent to that. Loan officers are looking for usually a platform to distinguish themselves from their competition. Have those discussions about what is your goal? What is your milestone? And what are you looking for in your next position? And to see if that's a good fit, because this is an individual and they have a family and this is their career. So take that discussion and and responsibility very heavily. And the candidate will see that you're being very genuine. You're understanding that you're, you're helping them be more strategic in their career and provide a better experience for their clients. 
Well, I think that's words to live by for sure. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I appreciate Ali sharing his wisdom, and I certainly appreciate you spending your time with us. Thanks so much. Thank you, Pat. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We appreciate you spending time with us. If your sales team needs training in hiring and lead generation, schedule a free consultation by emailing me at psherlock at qfsconsulting.com.